0: Manas bienvenidas a ¿Quién es la más? My name is Yi. And I am Braulio.
1: Now, before we start, please remember to subscribe and rate the podcast. Please tell your friends about the show as it helps us immensely to
0: get the word out. We appreciate all the support. And today we're recapping La Más Dragas, Season 5, The Reunion, and the grand finale. We are here at the finale. Yes, we skipped one week because obviously you'll, you'll we'll talk about it. But there's not much to cover on the reunion. But yeah, we're gonna combine them both in one episode. So that's gonna be fun. Yeah what what did you think? It was like how much how many hours of La Maseraga all put together? <laughs> the finale was three hours. The reunion was two. Yeah, like five. Yeah, five. Hours. yeah. And I
1: I held off on the reunion and I watched it all together with the with the finale. So I was just sitting there like for five hours just making my notes. I felt like I was in um a clockwork orange.
0: Oh with the eyes you you forced your eyes open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of your cats were, was holding your eyes open. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a lot of La Mazdraga. A lot that could have been edited out for sure, especially from the finale. It was just way too raw. <laughs> That's one word. Um,
1: yeah I think the main thing is that both of these things both of these um broadcasts or episodes they were live or filmed um as a live production, so they were just uploaded like that for all of us to see to enjoy all the awkward moments and all the um the awkward tra- transitions from topic to topic and yeah it just needs to be that's the whole point of editing right like to make it interesting for the the viewer um and i think the it affected the, fina- the finale the most because it was 3 hours long <laughs> and like a person and it kind of put us in 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 the shoes of someone in the audience, right? Like who's actually sitting there live because understandably they have to like change from like the st- stage setting from person to person. So of course that's going to take some time. Um but during that time we were just like waiting. Um of course they had Georgiana who was Kind of conducting and um, transitioning, but it, it wasn't necessary because it wasn't really interesting <laughs> um, as far as the uh, the reunion goes uh, it didn't really have those kind of um those instances, but I think it kept moving but it did have distractions where the the cast or and Maka, I guess they were interacting with the audience and um or sometimes like butting heads with the audience, arguing with them, and it, it, we couldn't really hear what the audience was saying in some instances. That it, it, that could have been edited out.
0: Yeah. So let's just get into it because um yeah, it's just there's a lot that's going on um so let's start with the reunion las muertas they all come back and like you said they it's live and so there's no editing Everything it's just gonna mm-hmm. go the way that it happens that's the way that we're gonna watch it and um that's the I think that's the first finale that or the reunion that they've done like mm-hmm. that all the other ones have been edited- uh-huh. and yes. they didn't really well they did introduce them but um I feel like it would have benefit. It would have been better if they had some kind of they had topics to talk about, but it was just very clunky. Maka was Mm -hmm. not a great, great at um, delegating or I don't know of like giving everybody their time to talk, and she was kind of talking over them as well. It was so messy, and I don't know if I I just felt like they weren't even listening to her. Like she didn't, they didn't even respect her as a. As the um, host, they were just like, "Okay, we're just gonna say what <laughs> we want to say." And um, so, anyways, yeah that that was the whole reunion was kind of crazy. And I, I, the, talking about the looks, they didn't go for the like the usually they go like a like the other Los Muertos theme. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This time, the only one that did it, I think it was, I think it was paper, paper cut. Um, I mean, technically, they were all.
1: Kind of wearing a Dia de los Muertos thing in a way. Um, but yeah, usually it's a little bit more traditional.
0: Yeah, which I like. Cause it just makes it seem like they're all there for one reason. And it's like them bringing them back to life. It just keeps the theme, you know, of the mm-hmm. show. But, anyways, they look good. A lot of them look better than they did the whole season. Um, I know.
1: Which is, so... which is
0: always a thing because it's like,
1: um, now they actually have time to get prepared. Um, so they always kind of look better
0: in a reunion and they probably have more money. Hopefully, because all those cash apps were on the, on the screen. So <laughs> yeah. let's see. Um, I don't really have many, uh, like at all notes for the reunion. Um, I just wanted to talk about how messy it was and how, you know, disjointed it felt. But if you have anything, let's start with, I don't know, whatever you have first um, that you want to point out. I, I mean, similarly, I have more notes
1: about the actual production of it, which I kind of feel bad, but like, girl, like get it together. For example, like just starting off, um... They, you could see them press like the QuickTime file (laughs) to play the introduction. (laughs) Uh, And that's something that in editing, you could have taken that away. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It would have seemed more professional. Um, As is, it's just like, I don't know. I just laughed. Um, Oh, and then I think before they get into. Before they get into uh, speaking to each of the queens, which, like you mentioned, they kind of jumped all out of place. And some of them kind of got a little forgotten. Um, who was it? There was one that mentioned, like, oh, I want to talk more. A- Aisha. Aisha was like, I, I want to talk a little bit more because Maka only asked her one question. Um and I don't know if she didn't hear her, but she didn't ask anything else. And they kind of just moved along to uh, the more dramatic um, stories of some of the other queens. Um, but what I was going to say is that they start off by... Or Maka starts off by blast putting people on blast or the audience on blast for not donating enough. <laughs> To the organizations that they were um that they were talking about throughout the season yeah and they put up like a tally up there how low <laughs> how low they that it was and um basically i guess by the end of the reunion kind of they expect to
0: to get more money um <laughs> that was really awkward i don't know i was like what are you what are you doing yeah it's like you're kind of shaming the audience which is never good you don't want to do that cause yeah they're... i mean they did bribe
1: them with finale tickets <laughs> and to like and i think she said that they would get access to like the after parties or something but which i it, it, you just didn't need the whole like chastising part of it um like you could have presented it in a better way.
0: Yeah, because I mean if you watch the show, like let's just be real. You're watching it for entertainment. Like that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna be looking to donate to a to uh, to some organization. Mm-hmm. Um and that's just that's just what it is. It's entertainment. Like there's I don't think you should expect people to like, you know, go out and or and like donate all this money just because they saw it, mm-hmm. you know, a 10 second Clip or whatever five minute clip on a t- on a YouTube that's, series. Like, that's the you know.
1: part that we skip usually. <laughs> Fast forward. <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, oh, okay. I, I'm hoping I'm hoping that even if people don't, um, they don't donate, that at least the organization stay in the back of their mind in case if they or someone they know needs help from one of those places and they know where to go. Um, but yeah, most people are not gonna. Donate. And why why doesn't the Masraga or the producers, why don't they donate some money to it? You should do that and or the queen. Or the yeah, or the Queens. Um put some money and then like that'll encourage people. Oh, okay, so they're doing it too. And you yeah, know. where's Yadis?
0: Where's Letal? Where is all these people, <laughs> you know, that that supposedly yeah. care about the organization? Let's see. They should have donated like or said that they were going to
1: donate like a portion of the the finale ticket sales or something, but no, that all goes into their pockets.
0: Yeah. Um. So okay, so you say they started with that, and then
1: <laughs> and then, then they start
0: uh they start talking like straight into
1: the drama, like Maka was trying to um go back into those instances where there was like beef with the queens or like in naviesque uh case someone from previous season uh and i mean it just seemed kind of like they should have just given each of them their moment to say this is what i'm doing now and kind of to catch up. That's the kind of reunion that I would want to see instead of them trying to start fights. Um, Because then it got super awkward, for example, like with Isabella and Catalina. um, They were kind of getting at it with Liza up there because I think Maka asked her, like, do you think you... Y'all should have stayed during the lip sync and... They were like, well, we only expected one of us to do the lip sync because when they had Red Rabbit Duo, uh, they only asked for one of them to do it. And this time <laughs> they said that they were both going to do it. Um, and it just keeps like this conversation keeps um, devolving and uh Hidden comes in and says, like, well, no, neither you knew the words to it. So either way, you would have lost, basically. And Maka gets in there and it's like, you're supposed to be the mediator. You sh- should not be getting into any of this. Um, Yeah, it was just it, it, the production was messy and they were messy. <laughs> yeah,
0: and it was all it was so not interesting because it was stuff that never showed that never showed on the show. It was stuff that they brought out from like, oh, you mentioned this social media. the show. Social media. What did you say over here? And what, it's like, we don't know this. We don't follow mm-hmm. them all over the place. So we don't, we have no recollection of what you're talking about. Why not talk about like, whoa, how did this challenge go for you when you got eliminated? Like, were you like, what, were you stressing out? What were some of the judges' critiques that you learned from or that you didn't? Or, you know, like stuff that mm-hmm. actually we saw that we actually saw. Like, this stuff that they're talking about, we had, I had no idea. They literally took, like, 10 minutes on Uma Kyle, just trying to explain what she, <laughs> what she went through with one of the girls. Well, she just wanted her. the spotlight, though. It's <laughs> good and for then, her. And then I like, didn't even get what she, what she said. At the end of the day, yeah, I was I like, know. what, what, what happened? <laughs> she didn't even say what she, what she actually told, said about her. I was like, what is going mm-hmm. on? Like, it had no, I have no clue what, what, I still have no clue what, what Uma Kyle said about or Santa Lucia said about Omakai or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, at least she got the 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 spotlight for most of
1: this episode. Um The other thing that um kind of I mean we need to talk about was what well, with Santa Lucia, um where kind of related in in that way where um she, she says that like the public's opinion of her or like the comments online have really gotten to to her, and uh, well, I mean, she decides to not to quit to quit the finale, um, to drop out, and so they they spend a whole lot of time like trying to talk to her, and Maka tries to make sure that this is a decision that she wants to make. Um and ultimately, I mean, yeah, she says that she's sure. So again, it's like another, um, another side of how they're using stuff that happened in social media to, um, to tell us, I guess, where where these queens are at.
0: Yeah, it was. It was shocking, actually, to to um, find out that she quit. But um, what I was going to add to that is that I thought it was very, very interesting how they were like, "Oh my gosh, the fandom is so negative. Mm-hmm. It's so negative, and they're off, and they're up there fighting." <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's you guys true. need to be more
0: positive. You guys need to respect us. And then they're screaming at each other.
1: That's true. Like, what? Yeah.
0: Yeah. What is this? What's going on? Yeah, like, and I don't are know. We living in clown world, like, <laughs> I mean, I am always living in clown
1: world. But it's, I don't know if it's like the Makas' fault, right, or the producers, or whoever wrote those questions, that 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 was their focus, just on the drama, the drama, the drama, because um, I don't quite remember that this type of situation, like in previous um seasons and even like i think paper says that they actually do get along um and uh, like kind of comparing it to paper's previous season where they said they got along but they actually didn't um and he so he was saying like uh, this cast is
0: in a better place than than the last cast was. Well, apparently not, because they were up there just dragging each other. But I, yeah, I thought Santa Lucia was it was very disappointing because there was, you know, we saw her trajectory through the show. Like, she got to the finale light king part two, light king part yes, two, and it, they, and she didn't really give a like a solid reason. I don't think, at least for me, like she didn't go into specific, like, was it the money? Like, what was it? Was it just because you're scared? Mm -hmm. Like it couldn't be just because of the negative comments. Could it be like, I don't, I don't know. I I wouldn't think so, but maybe. The, The way I
1: took it, which it's just hard to explain if you're not in that situation, but is that it was something that was getting to her over time and... As the negative com- comments got more and more uh, abundant, then she, like, just her, um, her mental health was not in a good place, and, um, she just didn't feel like she would do a great job if she, if she did the finale, and I guess she wanted to give someone else the opportunity, um. All, all this like kind of there was a post by um let's bring out social media <laughs> there was a post by uh Eva Blunt that I that I saw online and uh because kind of jumping into the finale a little bit to to um tie it to this uh in the finale they bring in the casts of the past season. I don't know for what reason because they only walk on on stage for like five seconds and then that's it. <laughs> but some of, some of the queens were missing and Eva Blunt was one of them. So I, I'm guessing that that's why she decided to give this explanation. So she posted this long um, post online saying like uh, criticizing what la mazraga has become at this point which is about money <laughs> and how it exploits uh the queens um and i think specifically she mentions that for the finale like she it seemed like she was invited but they didn't want to pay her and they wanted they used that excuse that a lot of um a lot of shows or productions use where it's like we're gonna pay you an exposure. Um and she was just not having it and uh you can kinda see it here with the with with how it's affecting these queens. Like uh I guess like Santa Lucia did not want to be one of those who's just being like used, I guess, by not, not exactly the production, but like the whole reality
0: sphere that she was in. Um, I didn't see that post, but I mean, there is Uh, you have a choice, you know, you have a choice of not to accept it and to accept it. Mm-hmm. At least they give her a choice. You know, I'm talking about Eva Blunt or whoever wanted to go <laughs> on there because, mm-hmm. you know, to some people, exposure is a form of payment and it, it will take you at least to some places, open some doors for you. And um unless you think you're more you're worth more than than just exposure, then maybe you want to ask for more money. I honestly wouldn't remember how what Eva Blunt looks like. Um so I would think she would need the exposure just just being real. Like just but she, um, she did she did
1: say that she thinks she's better than like not better, but like she does value herself more, which I mean, I'm all for it. Um, I think you do need to know your worth. And if if everyone lets themselves get exploited, then not blaming the victim, but um, or whoever's going through that. But if everyone lets themselves go through that or be exploited, then it's not going to be resolved. People are going to think that's OK to do to people.
0: Well, I mean, the walking on the stage to me—that is not exploitation. You're not not getting exploited. You're just not getting paid for it, you know. But you're spending
1: money on the costume, the
0: travel, and you're not getting paid to do any of that. Yeah, for five seconds. Yeah, no. I mean, it's true. I mean, it's some. If you know the entertainment world, and I don't know too much of it. I know some of it, where that's just how it goes. Sometimes, like it's just the fact that. Sometimes you gotta grind and maybe sacrifice some stuff. Um, but doesn't mean you have to? like if you wanna if you wanna achieve certain, I guess, certain levels in in the industry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're not willing to do it, then that's fine. That's totally completely fine. Like that's just you don't have to do it. Um I think it's better for them not to force them to be like, oh, you have to show up and then you, you're not going to get paid for it. Um, and I mean, it was like
1: the way she explained it was at least in her situation, it, it was like she, they, she wasn't being given a given a choice because when she said no, they kind of like wrote her off um, instead of being like, OK, I understand Now now they were calling her like ungrateful basically, or treating her like she was ungrateful um, mm. when that was not really the approach that, so, I mean, she was just explaining, like, this is I think the show has changed or the pro- the producers or the the um, the the message and the point of the show was to bring people up and now it, they're being used because um, now the point is to make Dineralita, <laughs> <Or laughs> really. but she also I mean,
0: to bring it back to her, she's also wanting to make Dineralita, right? I mean, that's her point of doing drag in a way. She's asking for money, so you can say what you want about the production wanting money, but you're also wanting money. So there's a give and take. Um, is it right? Probably not. But I mean, you you do you do it for money as well. So um, let's not just point fingers and. And even though I don't agree with the way that production sometimes handles the money situation, um, I don't think that if you're doing the same thing, that you can point and say, "Oh, well, I'm better than that." But you're doing the same exact thing. Um, Yeah, in some ways.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll let you read the post because I don't, I didn't get that feeling from it
0: at all. But um, just so you can. Come up I with think I think but. honestly paper said it really well. I think paper made it well if you the the, the last um oh, mm-hmm. point that he made was mm-hmm. this is my job. I like yeah. I look at it as a job. I'm dedicated exactly. to it. I'm here on on time. I don't look at this as like uh like me coming here to just have fun and do this and and uh, just, like, fuck around, right? It's like, I'm serious about this. This is what it takes. Like, it takes really hard work. Like, this is not just going to be given to you. And Mm -hmm. I think there's a bit of that going on where a lot of them expect production to carry them uh, Mm -hmm. after the show or to, to uh, to give them more exposure or just to be there more for them, I guess, in a way. And... And a lot of the work is, has to be done by you. Like That's just what it is. You have the platform and now it's up to you to do something with it. And it's a business at the end of the day. Like Paper said, he's been doing this six years and um, and working hard at it. And I think it's... Uh, the way that he's looking at it, I think it's healthier. Because it, it separates it from just being yeah. like, this is so emotional, my, my art. Yeah, and it's more of a business. But, but he did say that
1: or implied that the it was different the second time around. That's how he took it the second time around. The first time it, it didn't seem or he, he during this conversation he led us to believe that it was different like it, it, it wasn't just um like cuz when you go through it the first time you don't know what to expect so um mm-hmm. She was probably or he was probably like thinking or was in a different s- state of mind. Um And now this second opportunity that that, that he got to be on the show, then y- you, st- you take a step back and you kind of switch your point of view. Um And that's how it's probably easier for him to be like, OK, this is just my job and this is. Uh, you know
0: what to expect right so yeah um, i think he probably saw plan the better because his season was just last season right like it was just mm-hmm. the year before this mm-hmm. so i think he saw like it made him realize like this is the job like they're treating this as a as yeah it's a, a work environment like yeah and those lines could get blurred and i think that's yeah he might have saw he might have seen how everything works and decided to go with um let me just focus on doing a good job and working hard And um, yeah, so good Mm -hmm. for him. All right, let's move on to the finals because we have some stuff to talk about. So Anai is presented as the guest judge. If you don't know Anai, she's from a pop group called RBD, Rebelde. Um, They weren't really big in the States. Um, That's not true. Unless you spoke Spanish, I think. Because I don't think any English listeners would know one of their songs. Depends on where you are, but
1: <laughs> but I mean, they did try to cross over. It just, it, it was it didn't work that well. But I think their song was probably
0: in the top 100, I'm assuming. Yeah, for like a week or two. I don't know. I feel like if I mentioned that to a to somebody that would be like, who? Yeah, but, if it's just a
1: random person, yeah.
0: Yeah, if you, if you follow, if you ever seen telenovelas or if you've seen, like, you know, because that's where they started, right? Telenovelas, and then they turn into mm-hmm. a pop group. And then, so, you probably know who they are. Anyways, Anaí, which I was surprised that she was there. I was like, damn, she's pretty big. I mean, she's a pre- pretty big star in Mexico. So, that's cool. Um, I kind of already knew that she wasn't going to really... Being a, a good judge, like she's just going to say. Yeah, you're great, amazing. But none of them were good judge, Except for,
1: um, except for Ricky Lips. Ricky Lips was the only one who gave good critiques, I want to say.
0: And if I. Is that the right term? Rick, Ricky FYI. Litz is my FYI. If, what did I say? For your info, FYI. Like,
1: like, um, like, uh, que te machucaste and you're
0: like, F-I-I, F-I-I. <laughs> so she is up for the position as a host on Drag Race Mexico. So, mm. I think she would be great, honestly. I it's either mean. her or Valentina. But anyways, mm-hmm. let's go for the first um let's get into the first challenge which is lo que más amo de México which at this point it's turned into a parade float. Um <laughs> I don't know what season this turned into this, but I remember the first season they all just had outfits and um and now it's turned into a whole like extravaganza like set building kind of thing. Yeah. So, all right. The first one was Liza San Susi. Hers was music. What did you think of this? Um,
1: why did you skip straight to the Lo Que Masamo de Mexico? And didn't, we didn't talk about Maca's performance. Natal's um, oh, yeah. performance.
0: The important parts of the show. All the blabity blab with Georgiana. Yeah, this uh, was three hours long, people. I know. And like yeah. two minutes of content. Like it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Lisa,
1: I really liked her her um her look. I thought it was like really pretty, really detailed. I wonder who made it. <laughs> um so I thought I thought she did a really good job. So she did like the um, I don't know the name of the building, but it's like it's like a main building in in Ciudad de Mexico, um, and then she brings out like a like a saxophone made out of like lights. Um, there was greens green smoke involved. Um, yeah, like you said, they they kind of went um all out on the props, which I like because it it separates it from um, the other challenge where it's just like dancing and it's not just uh, a look. It's more than a look. It's just, it's it's actual props and stuff. But um, they want to give you a, a spectacle. I wish there was more like interaction with the props in some cases. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Lysa did a, a good
0: job for, for what this... Um, challenge wise I honestly don't get How you judge this Like how is it supposed to be yeah. <laughs> Anything having to do with drag Like building a set It's just weird It's a weird That's challenge true. Um. So I mean it was cool I mean they were all cool You know but it, it, it wasn't really entertaining Because it's kind of weird to watch it on screen I think it works better In person Um. But she had some gags like the smoke coming out of the violin i think mm-hmm. or the saxophone i'm not sure um but it was it was she did a good she had a good uh display of of what she she says she loves the most about mexico which is music um i don't know sometimes i i feel like it should be a little bit more personal i don't know how you would do that but yeah that's the challenge so well, didn't like for hidden.
1: I, Hidden's um, presentation seemed a little bit more personal, because um, she basically presents a um, a Dia de los Muertos altar, and there's pictures on it, and I think I'm assuming those are like family members, and then there were like some pets in there. Um, so yeah, I'd like that like you said i I like that she made it more gave it that personal touch um i feel like someone has done this before already but
0: (laughs) but i liked it either way so i liked hiddens too like you said i liked all of them pretty much i mean they're they're kind of all the same they just walk around and they just do their thing yeah but um i think it was like more of a performance but it also could have used Actually, like more, I don't know. All these could have used some kind of storyline, something to bring it together, not just walk around and parade around it. I feel like it just needs some, I don't know, something to to make it a probably or probably music. Yeah, but
1: then they would—they don't want to do that probably because of the second challenge that revolves all around dancing and music.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it's... Like, it's missing a performance to go along with it. Like, the music, if they would have, like... Maybe, maybe they could pay for the rights for some kind of music and they can do a performance on it. I think that would have been cool. Because this mm-hmm. is just... You don't get the sense of, like... Unless they're speaking or unless you get some kind of music to kind of narrate the story or what, what mm-hmm. it's about. You're just like, okay. Um, kind of get it. But, um... All right, the next one is Fifi esta And she did Michoacan. Um Honestly, I think... For me, this was my least favorite. I just didn't know exactly what it was. And I think it was some kind of rock. And then she had um, some lady standing on top. And it broke open and she was inside. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It was like a cake topper, it looked like. Yeah.
1: What did you think? Uh, uh, I mean, it's similar to the the other ones they had. I mean, she had her big props. But... um. Oh, I did really like the the fish. So she kind of puts like a hood on, mm-hmm. and she turns into a fish. And so she kind of gave us a little bit more uh, theatrics because she was pretending to be the fish <laughs> around the stage <laughs> for a little bit. Um, and then what else? She had like a oh yeah. So she did the whole reveal with the wings, and the wings were all. Um, what do you call those lights? Um I don't know. They lasers? have No, they weren't lasers. LED, right? LED lights. Uh so they were like the wings were made out of that and that's kind of her last transformation so she was like a little um butterfly. So that was pretty cool. I I I
0: like this one too actually. Um I was going to say something, but anyways, paper cuts next. And I guess his was like piñata or parties. I don't really know mm-hmm. what his favorite thing about Mexico is, but it was pretty cool. Like it was a big piñata. Like he was on top of it and yeah. just parading around and then he got off of it and there was another piñata and it was cool. It was it was a cool um, display.
1: Definitely. And I like that there was some interaction with the props. So paper was like moving the head while it was on stage and um yeah I mean oh I liked I like paper's look a lot too because so he starts with like a, a charro outfit and then as he's parading on the stage it turns into a, a dress. Um, I thought that mm-hmm. was really, really nice, and the transition was really nice. Um, and then at the end, he turns into a piñata, like a the five, the five cone piñata. Yeah, so that was was really cool.
0: Yeah, he had a lot of elements However, that added to it. Um, oh yeah, what I was gonna say is, I forgot to mention that hidden was the surprise, <laughs> which I didn't well, even get shot. I thought that she was well, always part of it. Like, it was weird.
1: Well, you're not the only one who forgot because they forgot to mention that too. Like they didn't. Yeah. They didn't. We remember in the last episode we said that they're probably going to reveal it in the in the reunion. Yeah. Well, they didn't. <laughs> and let's. So. So. Was this all planned? <laughs> because, in the, in episode what is it episode ten, right? because then 11 is the reunion so episode 10 at the end we get that card that says that basically saying that someone's going to be joining but then the reunion they don't talk about anyone joining they just talk about santa lucia leaving
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and then i think they might have mentioned something at the end like oh um is this uh, are these all the finalists or who's going to be the finalists? And then we have the finale and the finale, no one mentions, no one treats it as a surprise. Like they don't, they don't try to like draw up any drama from it. It's just like a known fact. And then Hidden just shows up and no one says anything like, oh, is that who, who is the other finalist? Like there's no, no element of surprise or anything. So
0: yeah, I I totally get why you and I just forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I think honestly Santa Lucia just messed it up for them. I think they didn't, they just didn't expect it. Like they were to, they were gonna have a uh, five. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were gonna have a five, and then they were like, "Oh, she's leaving." So obviously, whatever, we'll just bring hidden, and it was literally hidden. Like we, we didn't even know <laughs> It was just okay. So, anyways, I like hidden a lot. So I'm glad. Yeah, and I kind of already felt that she was going to be there. Like, um, They were not going to bring Uma Kyle to the finale. No. Um, mm-hmm. So the next challenge is La Mas Tres And the first one up is Liza San Wow. These songs all seem the same. I cannot tell you one. Uh, the only one that stood out was Papers, because it was about a tiburón. But everybody <laughs> else, I just cannot. But what did you think of Liza? Well, um...
1: I like the way it starts off, where it's like uh, I think two of them did this. I think Lysa and Hidden. The song starts off like a like a ballad, and then it mm-hmm. goes off until and, I mean, you know, there's gonna be dancing. So, um, well, barely <laughs> any dancing. Uh, yeah, I didn't like Lisa's song. Then most of or. Like half of the song was someone else rapping. <laughs> um, and she was just like, to me, it was low energy during the performance. Um, I did, I liked the first look the most, where it was kind of like uh, frozen inspired. It's all like. Um, very fluffy so you can i didn't like the fitting because of course it's going to be a reveal thing but i like the idea of it Um, i kind of wish i kind of wish the one of them would have taken
0: the risk and kind of just done a slow song like a ballad yeah i do too i thought in the beginning i thought that's what it was going to be and i was like oh cool and then it changed and i was like oh okay and they Mm -hmm. all sound they're all produced by the same person so that's why they sound the same um All right, hidden is next. Um, Hers was a little bit more distinct, I guess, too, from um, all this, like, kind of like creepy, um, but cutesy at the same time aesthetic. Um, I don't think she did much, honestly. I don't remember her doing much. I mean, there were props, there were some big hands that she brought out, like paper hands. There was a lot of that, but not much, like, talent from her, honestly. (laughs) Ouch. Um, I,
1: I think. I like this because she knows that, like, the choreo stuff is not her forte. So she focused on, like, the theatrics and the story. So she told us, like, a the Little Red Riding Hood story. and But at the end, she turns out to be the wolf and kind of, like, a cult leader or something. <laughs> um, as they, like, raise her um, at the end and mm-hmm. um yeah i i i like this one and i like the visuals of it the most um i not to... i'm going to derail it a little bit but this is where <laughs> um during the 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 retroalimentación um, when the judges are giving back their feedback um i think Anai, um... No, so Maka... Maka forgets to ask Anai for her opinions. Right? And... Anai, like, in a jokey way... Kind of says... To her, like... To leave the hate on Twitter. Um... I guess there's... I don't know, I guess Maka has said stuff about Anai online. Um... So then it starts this whole awkwardness between them throughout the rest of the episode where Anai kind of comments on that a couple more times, and it's just
0: weird. <laughs> um. All right, so the next one is Fifi Esta. What did you think of Fifi?
1: Uh, obviously, she was the one who had like dancing skills i guess like she Mm -hmm. actually um is good at like the dancing and and i think singing too but obviously these songs are not for the singers (laughs) um they're super overproduced. um but i like the i like the whole cheerleading thing um the reveals uh she had like are ye different looks I think if I remember correctly uh, most of them like once they got to their second or third look it was just like a standard um, bodysuit so they weren't that impressive there but I liked all the cheerleading tricks Um, I think it's probably the she's probably the one who did showed us the most versatility in that sense um, in that performance um and even letal stood up for her
0: <laughs> yeah i i liked it i thought she showed the most skill um mm-hmm. i guess physical um which is what this portion is about i guess and so i liked it i think it was a great routine again the song was not really great and then she didn't really have any I don't know. I feel like I never really know what she... I don't know who she is as a queen still. Is that weird? Like, I don't know what sure. her aesthetic is. So I think, to me, it just needed that that extra kind of this is Viviesta. Like, this is who she is. Um, but I never got that sense. And this is the last episode, so... So I, I liked the performance. I just think it needed some more... A uniqueness some more like more of her stamp mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so yeah um all right, the last one is paper cut and to me his song is the most memorable just because it was more I want to say a little bit more campy like very even though hidden's was kind of campy too but more kind of creepy this is like more campy fun and um, he has some dance, dancing skills too, just not at the same level yeah. as, as Fifi. But I, I saw him like going for the choreography, and it was a pretty good mm-hmm. performance. Was mm-hmm. it like a standout? You know, like standing ovation kind of performance? No, but it it was good. Like I I liked it. I think his choreo is. I like. I
1: actually like the choreo better than Fifi's. Um, like it's is just very tongue in cheek like it's not taking so seriously and it's just fun fun paper is fun in general um with his uh finding nemo presentation finding Nemo look <laughs> mm-hmm. uh which I didn't like actually it's just the colors and the fit and there was no reveal that's all he wore, so it's like going on to disney on ice or something um i didn't like the song though i thought it was repetitive um but i i I liked what he did with it where with the choreo and all the props just kind of created a fantasy on on stage um but yeah that i think the look was missing uh extravagance
0: Yes, and again with him, I feel like this was just so different. I was expecting, like, papel, like paper. Yeah. Like, I was expecting, yeah. like, some kind of crazy, like, paper or gummy shapes, something. Um, but it was very, le- it just went somewhere else with the water underwater theme, which is fun, but again, it's not, like, signature paper. Like, I don't, I feel like he, he could have done something better. Um. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's what it was. All right, so we get to the finale. And the winner of La Mastraga Season 5 is Maka. Forgetting <laughs> to ask Ricky Lips her opinion, too. <laughs> but, yeah, sorry. Who's the winner? <laughs> it's Fifi Esta. And I think it's Fifi Esta. Right? It's supposed <gasps> to be, like, Fiesta. Fiesta. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, that's the first time I got it when they said it. I was like, oh, it's Fiesta. Yeah, I just got it when you said it. it so. <laughs> so, yeah, she is the winner, the crown queen. Um, what did you think? I
1: I mean, I kind of figured, I feel like if they're looking for a 360, like even though she doesn't have like a... St- damp she just seems like the more i don't know winner like (laughs) i don't know like she's not she's not really problematic like she actually i don't know like she always stays out of the drama and um to represent the show it seems like the more likely queen um
0: yeah, I mean, to me, any any one of them would have been nice. Yeah, I thought during the season I felt like she was one of the front runners, and I felt it going to her. But then I think I don't know. By the end of it, I saw Paper winning just because mm-hmm. his signature was just so much. His signature style of drag was much stronger, and yeah. and they always choose. I don't know. I feel like they never have a, a, a like a set criteria honestly and last season yeah. like the fashion queen one um was that obvious last season mm-hmm. oh, no it was about, you know, no, right. two seasons ago um yeah so that season was like okay so what did they want are they looking for this is like what I, I sometimes i don't know what they're looking for and what has really been the the thread between all of them is just that signature style so that's why i thought paper was going to get it
1: yes and the point especially it was noticeable in this episode that the judges didn't say anything like they didn't really give any criticism um so then we don't know where they pulled that out like why why did um fifi win like what what were they, their opinions so yeah, at this point, like, it's just like, we're not going to know how they picked up. But I think, like I said, I think any of them would have been nice to have as
0: a as a winner. Nah, for me, it could have gone, I would have liked either Fifi. Like, I'm happy for Fifi. It was Fifi or Paper for me. Like, I don't know if Liza would have been, if I would have been happy with that. Because I just, I don't know. I didn't really connect with her. is nice, hilarious, though. She's the only one that has, like, a sense of humor. (sighs) She does seem professional. I gotta say that. She seems professional and, like, polished. And then Hidden was just... I don't know. I never got a sense of, like, her... Her... I don't know. Like, her real personality or, like... Or maybe just she's just quiet like that. She just doesn't have one. Yeah, she's pretty quiet. Yeah. She doesn't have a presence. Her looks... Were really good throughout the season. Yeah. There were some standout looks for sure. And then I, I was just missing that persona. You know? That drag persona that takes you to another another level. Which Fifi I didn't feel. have either. But <laughs> she still... That's the thing. Like, it's very hard because they don't... Even though it, they try to show, like, multiple sides of the queens. They don't. Like, I would have loved to see seen more of her drag persona... In the competition, just you know, not just their mm-hmm. looks. Mm-hmm. That's why it's such a weird thing that that they're looking for a 360. It throws me off, and then I'm like, are you really? But the whole series is about looks. So what do you what do you mean? That's why I yeah. thought paper was the one to win. Because the looks to me, paper brought brought the best looks this season.
1: Yeah, yeah. Read read that um that post that I was talking about from um What's her name? Uh Ellen Goria Blunt Ellen <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Goria. From Ellen Blood, because it, it goes into some of some of that too. Um, but anyways, yeah, I mean the season's done. The five hours are done.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. And that is it for us on La Más Draga season five. Thank you so much for listening this season. Um, it's been crazy just because of the show in general. It's just up and down and and uh, twists and nobody goes home. And then we get somebody who quits and then somebody who quits again. It's just, okay. <laughs> it's a lot, but thank you so much for listening. And um, we appreciate the support. Honestly, um, why don't you let them know where they can find us? you can follow the podcast
1: on instagram at Guinness lamas where you will see the looks of the semana we'll see what we can do for this week since uh, it's all behind a pay paywall and um, and you can uh, send us an email at Guinness lamas podcast at gmail.com um, and please don't forget to subscribe and rate the podcast because it helps us a lot
0: where can they find you Yi if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at and TikTok at yes it's yee. Ye. So yeah, we'll be gone for a few weeks, and um, are we doing season fifteen? And I don't know, we'll
1: decide. But the holidays, I'm so ready for the holidays. <laughs> yeah, to those who to celebrate or are just taking a break, happy holidays to you all. Happy New Year.
0: Yeah, it's going to be 2023. The next time you hear from us, like, we'll be gone. So we'll see. Um, We'll see what happens. But thank you so much again. And uh, until next time, bye. Adios. Adios.
1: I'm not afraid of